Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we help entrepreneurs improve their business, connect with other Aggie entrepreneurs, and support one another. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop. We got a little story for you, Ags. Dallas Hall, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2005, is just flat out one of the coolest Aggies that I've ever met. He is the president of Allied Fire Protection, and he has led this company through amazing growth. Over the last five years, he has doubled the company in size and geographic location, and he is passionate about core values, people, and busting your tail every day. So pass it back and listen up to Dallas as he shares some good bull. Welcome back, Ags. We have got one of my favorite people in the whole wide world on today's episode, Dallas, uh, I'm sure you remember this, but we met, gosh, what was it, 2009, 2010, back when you were just starting the first part of your previous career before you joined your company. Um, but we actually met in Pinehurst, North Carolina. I mean, I, I distinctly remember that because I was working for the bank in North Carolina and you were the first Aggie that I had met probably in about a decade so I was super stoked. And then when I came back to College Station in 2015 to be welcomed by you again, working with the bank, so excited to have you and as, as a lifelong friend and so excited to have you on Aggie Growth Hacks. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Greg. Well, Dallas, we were talking about before in the pre-roll what it's like to be on the A&M campus and how exciting it is around, and when Alabama was in town and just uh, the football atmosphere and everything. But what do you miss about being a student at a and I miss um, the tradition, the, obviously the energy that, that just walking onto the campus that you feel. And then, you know, being a student at a and I, I like a lot of different things. And I, I majored in finance, but it, it also gave me the opportunity. I took neat classes like acting, took a lot of acting classes, took a lot of meat classes. And just the assortment of things you could learn and the, the excitement just every day being on the campus and all the traditions. It's, it's, it's truly one of a kind and something I miss daily. Love it. You know, a lot of people always say football, right? I miss the football games, but it sounds like you come down uh, several times per year for those football games, right? All right. So tell us a little bit about Allied Fire Protection and how did you get into doing that from a finance degree? Yeah, so Allied Fire Protection was started in 1998. By, it's kind of a neat story. A guy that grew up in an orphanage and um, until he was 14 years old, Shannon Payne, and um, ran away from the orphanage, called his grandmother. She sent him $3 to go to the county fair. Instead of going to the county fair, he ended up going to um, taking a bus back to Pearland, Texas, where our headquarters is. And, and grandma didn't have the heart to send him back. So he ended up living with his aunt and uncle. First day of school, he gets in a fight with his best friend, John Hubbard, and or, or gets in a fight, and John Hubbard comes to his rescue. They became best friends, and at 18, John dropped out of college and got in the fire and life safety business. Shannon ended up going to college, 27 years old. They decided, why don't we give it a run ourselves? Allied was born out of a garage with five folks. The goal was to do 7 million top line, and they thought that they could have a good life doing that. And we fast forward the clock today. Um, we have roughly 320 employees. We have offices in Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, McAllen, Laredo, and then Fairlands Home. And then you look at jobs, we have them in Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas, Utah, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. And how I got to Allied Fire Protection is I was Allied's banker for five years. And in 2016, there was a lot of private equity money on the sidelines. 
who was looking to buy privately owned small to middle market companies. And Shannon, one of the founders, asked me to introduce him to some of these private equity shops, which I agreed to. Then we went did kind of a road show and all the folks had a, a, a real appetite for Allied for the business we, we were in, but more than anything, the culture. And long story short, Shannon decided, not only do I not want to sell this organization, but I want to take it to the next level. And in order to do that, I'm going to need help. And for some weird reason, and I thought it was extremely crazy, me being a banker, he thought that I was the guy to come help fuel that growth. And so we started that journey five years ago, and um, and we've nearly doubled the size of the company in that time. And um, all the growth that I just said in different states, we were really only in the state of Texas. So over the past five years, we've had, of course, a lot of challenges, but it's been a lot of fun. Learned a lot, and we still learn something daily. So... Well, Dallas, to be able to to grow and to grow as exponentially as you have in the last couple of years, despite all the challenges that, that we've got, that's amazing. And I think that that more than anything else talks about that culture that, that you were saying that is really is the people and the culture that allows companies to thrive and to grow. But really, there, there had to be a tipping point. There had to be something that happened that really said, OK, we are on the trajectory to just go skyrocket. Can you pinpoint what that is? What what was that? You know, Greg, there's not one particular event that happened. But what I would tell you is this. Until I joined Allied, Allied had achieved a lot of success. But really, it had stagnant. It hit flatlined. It caught uh, $50 million in revenue. And it, it wasn't growing anymore. So one of the first things we did when I joined the organization is we hired a marketing group that went around and, and interviewed all of our employees and our idea was, is we wanted to create what our values were as an organization, have them written down, create our mission and create a, basically uh, our mission statement. And then what were the, going to be the goals of the organization? And through that, we realized that what we found what our employees wanted our values to be and what they thought Allied was. And we realized in some of our locations, those values didn't exist. So the first thing that we did is we started cleaning the house and we, we got rid of the folks that didn't fit our values. And we got rid of the folks that didn't fit our values. They weren't bad people. They just weren't meant for allied. And so what I would tell you is, is moving forward, using those values, every decision we make is based on those values, our mission statement, and our goals as an organization. And so that has really been the thing that has propelled us, is sticking to that. If we can hire the allied folks, that we all are the same people trying to achieve the same goal, that's what's really springboarded us. Wow, that's pretty cool. So every single decision, every, I mean, you're like, okay, does this person fit into, and, and how many core values did you end up with there? We finished with six, humility, ownership, teamwork, safety first, integrity, and customer focused. And every decision is made, that's basically our 10 commandments. It's, it's no different than a, a, a judge going back to the laws, you know, and interpreting the laws. That is who we're about. And once again, if you're going to work with Allied or you're going to be on the Allied team, these are the rules of the game. And that had to be pretty hard to to come to have some maybe uncomfortable conversations of of like, look, you're not a bad person. You just don't fit with us and where we want to go. But to be able to give the empowerment to all the people that that were on the same boat and were driving together, that probably spoke volumes. And obviously it worked because you said you, you've doubled in the last five years? Yeah, we've, we've increased our employee base from call 260 folks to today we have 330. This year we should clip 100 million in revenue. And we've also done, Greg, is we went back and we actually give awards, core value awards monthly to the folks that really personify um, our, our core values. So not only do we 
live by them, but we celebrate them. And it is front of mind every single day, every single month. You, they're cool. written uh, as soon as you walk in the Allied office, they're in all of our offices. We talk about them before we have a safety moment, safety first. We have a safety moment before we start any of our meetings. So, yes, our values are front and center. They're not just something on the wall that aren't spoken about. Love it. And that's part of your culture. I love how that's that's really baked into the, the culture of the entire company. Love that. Yes, sir. It goes back to the grassroots. Two guys starting a company that really didn't have, they came from nothing. And they all they had was integrity and in their values. And so we went back to our grassroots, the DNA of what made Allied great. And then we went to the folks that had been with us for 20 years. And they said, this is Allied. We're a service business. So we're just as good as our people. So when you look at the values, that is who we are. We're not manufacturing iPhones or anything like that. We're only as good as our people and our people are only as good as their values. So- Switching gears a tiny bit here, we've all faced a lot of challenges in the past, you know, three years, uh, starting with COVID here and labor shortages and, and you name it. I'm sure that you guys are facing it. But what's your biggest challenge right now? And how are you hacking or overcoming that uh, with a growth hack? Yeah. So our biggest challenge is just like uh, we've had, of course, commodity spikes. The, um, so we're in this fire sprinkler business. So one of our biggest inputs is steel. We've had challenges with commodities like anyone. But when you have growth the way we've had over the past five years, it's it's the employee shortage. So traditionally, we did just like anyone else, the Indeeds, the uh, Monster.com, whatever else it is. But if everyone's doing it, it's it's not going to be effective. We have to be more proactive than that. So actually, in the past three weeks, I've been going to high schools in the local areas and we're presenting to um, graduating seniors in the FFA classes, the vocational schools in selling. We need to educate on what fire and life safety is, first and foremost. Not very many people understand the career and it's a great career to be in. But also it goes back to the values of what we do as an organization, giving back to the communities volunteering, things like that, what we stand for. We're going to educate first what the fire and life safety business is, but then we're also going to talk about more, probably spend 80% of the time talking about our what our organization represents. If we're asking you to create a career here and work 20 to 30 years, we want you to be in an organization that you're proud to be a part of. And then once again, it goes back to our values and what we stand for is a business. So going to high schools, doing the recruiting, and then on the flip side, we really, we have an apprentice program, but we've had to really take a look at our training to be able to take green folks and make them productive a lot faster than we would have in a traditional environment. You know, Dallas, as you're kind of thinking through that, and Chris, I'm, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. We've had a, a previous uh, guest on, actually was one of leading one of our growth hacks. So it was Jeremy, Jeremy McLiver, um, and the, he has an amazing podcast called Blue Collar Culture. And he talks exactly what you're talking about, about how it's important to be. Um, I, I think you maybe qualify yourself as, as in the trades and to be able to just say, you've got to bring that next generation up. You need to be honest and open with your culture and you need to basically market what you're doing in order to attract the people. Don't just market your customers, market your people. So that is so cool. Um, but Dallas, looking forward to the challenges that we've had the last couple of years, but then looking forward, is there something that is on the horizon as far as what you do and being in the service business that, that you're in that you're going to try to capitalize on? Well, it, it goes back to, so what our business truly is, is we're in the commercial real estate business. 
and we're in the state of Texas for the most part, right? Um, so we think that we do a lot of is these big industrial buildings. So the Amazons, the, um, the big storage facilities for Best Buy, Home Depots. Um, and so COVID has really called that sector to blow up. Um, but we've done high rises. We do a lot of retail. We do grocery. And we don't think with the, the mass influx of folks still moving into Texas that that's going to slow down anytime soon. So we really look at the business sector from the next 24 to 36 months. And not to mention most of our competitors have sold to, to larger firms. If we look to the next, uh, I think that would be our long term would be 24 to 36 months. We think that the economy is going to continue to blow up, right? And we think that commercial real estate is going to follow it. So what are we doing today? We're doing more to protect ourselves with the hedging of materials. How can we lock in prices versus um, following this roller coaster ride that we've been on over the past, you know, three or four years? And then also that even though this has sped up our employee training, all those things, um, the recruiting training piece faster than we would have liked. That's going to continue to be a big a big issue. So I think the market is right from a real estate perspective. Our biggest challenges are into making sure we have the right systems, we have the right recruiting, we're bringing in the right folks, and then we also have the right risk management from a, a hedging perspective. So love that. So what's your big hairy audacious goal? It's something that we talk about here on Aggie Growth Hacks all the time. What's what's your BHAG? What's Allied Fire Protection's BHAG? Well, the reason why we grow isn't for the sake of growing. We want to create an environment that our folks can come to and actually have a career, right? And um, we don't want to create something where in order to be promoted, someone either has to leave or someone has to die, right? So growth for us is, first off, our customers are asking us to grow. And then secondly, we want our employees to have a place where they can truly create careers and grow with the organization. So with that being said, if we look at our goal, how big can this thing get? Could we be all across the United States, right? And then if Allied's attractive enough, maybe then we know the real estate business through and through. We work with brokers, developers, GCs, end users, tenants. If we understand and we have partners all throughout the real estate industry, why couldn't we start developing at some point as well and holding the real estate? So I would tell you, if we were going to completely swing for the fences and we were going to dream to the stars and back, it would be to be a publicly traded company, be all across the United States, and maybe even have other services and fire and life safety and be just completely engrossed in commercial real estate. That is awesome. I love that goal. But what I love about that goal is that there is a clear path forward. It, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a lot of work and, and there's going to be a lot of risk that you're going to have to work through and execute. But to really be able to say, hey, this is not beyond the realm of possibility. You've already shown that you can double and grow outside of Texas and to build the culture, the foundation that's going to take you there. Dallas, I love that. Well, before we roll into the lightning round, let's pause for just a second and hear from this episode's sponsor. And we're back. Okay, Dallas. Lightning round rules, super simple. Every question you got to answer one minute or less. What is your favorite hack? Could be a personal hack, could be a business hack. What is the hack that you need to teach our audience? I, I guess that I, I would say treat others the way you want to be treated. When we look at something that, that I live my life by and business by, that has gotten me further than anything. And it's something I guess you we learned in the second grade, right? Love it. Love it. All right. Question number two, what is the favorite advice that you have ever been given and bonus points? And I'm going to go with 1998, uh, 1998 bonus points for how you applied it. 
I've luckily had a lot of people give me business advice and, and it all kind of stems. I'm going to say the man in the arena, the Theodore Roosevelt quote, basically, if you try as hard as you can every day and you, you bust your tail, there's no truly losing. And I've had people tell me that throughout my life. And that's what I try to do every day. And some days it works out better than others, but at least you trying and, and putting your heart and soul into everything you do, that's all you can do in life. And then you can lay in bed comfortably at night. That is so true. Dallas, what's your superpower? Man, I, I don't know that you would necessarily want this superpower, but I seem to be wrong a lot. But I, I, I try real hard, you know. <laughs> that <laughs> is the anti- best <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're just being truthful. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, Dallas, what gets you out of bed and excited about your business? To me, business is the most ultimate video game. Some people go to the theme parks, ride roller coasters, things of that nature. I love the competition with business. I like how it's dynamic and adjusts daily. And not to mention, if we do well in business, we're helping people and we're helping the community. It's, I guess, to some degree, I think what I was meant to do. And I, I just absolutely love it. Dallas, you've been so generous with your time, so open, so honest, and uh, really sharing a lot of wisdom. Thank you for doing that and being willing to, to come on to Aggie Growth Hacks. How can our listeners, how can the Aggie entrepreneurs get in touch with you? Yeah, through email, phone call. My email address is dallas at alliedfireprotection.com. They can email me anytime. I'm always open to talk to anyone that, that would like to visit. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your hugely valuable bombs here. Uh, you know, and and really... Thank you so much for coming on Aggie Growth Hacks. Thank you very much. Well, how about that, Ags? Was that pretty awesome or what? I know that I wrote down a ton of things here, Greg. What was what was the biggest takeaway that you had? Well, the first one should be no surprise was the importance that Dallas put on culture. I mean, culture changed everything in the business. And he talked about how that was something that was even attractive to the private equity groups that were looking to potentially acquire them. But then they built that culture and they made it stronger. And I also love how the fact that he said they hired that marketing firm and that marketing firm, you know, when he started saying that, I was like, okay, yeah, you went and focused on your customers and everything. But he flipped the script and said, no, we're going to focus inwards. We're going to focus on what makes us special. And he had the courage to be able to listen to all of his employees and to be able to say, okay, what is it that makes this company so unique and successful so far? Let's define those and then let's live them every single day, every single month, you know, having the the core value awards that he talked about. I thought that that was the, such a cool idea and such a great way to grow. Uh, what about you, Chris? So I agree on that. And I think that is super cool that, you know, I own a marketing agency and I, I can tell you, we do not focus inward, right? We focus outward because most, most companies want more leads and sales. So, you know, it's easy to, all right, let's throw up some Facebook ads or whatever, you know? So, but for me, the number one thing that I highlighted here beyond the core values and the people and everything that he talked about, he said, he said this, and I'm, I'm going to quote it. I've lived by the principle of busting your tail every single day. And th- he said that that has really dramatically helped him, whether whether he's right or not, got everything done or not, that effort is always there. And I think that as an entrepreneur, it's the number one thing that every entrepreneur should be doing is bust your tail, right? And you got to hump it eggs, right? <laughs> and and, and yep. let, let's get this stuff done. And 
it's got to come from the top down. Okay. And as an entrepreneur, our day-to-day struggles are there, but as long as you're putting in the effort, as long as you're moving the needle forward a tiny bit every single day, you're eventually going to get to where your end goal is. And, and this is a prime example. I mean, gosh, they, they, they went from, what did he say? A $7 million was per year was what they were looking was their goal to now we're looking at a hundred million dollars, right? Per year. That is just, that's astounding. That's amazing. Honestly, with a vision on having a publicly traded company that is across the nation diversified, right? He's going to do it. I mean, I've zero doubt in my mind that the only thing that's going to stop them from doing that is someone coming in writing a ton of zeros on a check to to, to make them give that up, but he's going to do it. Right. Well, Ags, that's going to do it for this episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as Chris and I enjoyed talking with Dallas. We hope that you connect with him and learn from him and allow him to speak into your company. We were talking offline about how business is a sport to him, and he loves just encouraging and helping entrepreneurs. So we hope that you reach out to him. We hope that you reach out to Chris and I if we're not connected on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Wherever you are in the social media world that you connect with us, connect with Aggie Growth Hacks, and you let us speak into your business. While you're on the web, we hope that you check out AggieGrowthHacks.com, where you can hear this episode, our previous episodes, as well as our other great content. We want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a wantrepreneur, head on over to their website to find a program that's right for you. And they've got a ton of those. Just go to aggiegrowthhacks.com forward slash McFerrin right now. Join us next time when we connect with another great Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and gig em. Woo!